friends, your prayers have been answered. The return of Nerd Band. Okay, you did great. Yeah, you'll uh, find that's relevant later on in the podcast. You'll find that music is very relevant in our Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> I know stuff about stuff, you guys. Uh, we've been gone for a long time. Like forever. It's been almost a month. Since I know we that our many fans have really been. I know very that, sad. I know that our fan has been <laughs> very upset. <laughs> Or uh, one one fan that we have. Uh, we've been gone for a while. That we pay to it's, listen to our podcast. It's basically been just a series of... Unfortunate don't, Oh, that's a different podcast. It's not what this podcast that's not is this about podcast. either. We, we basically had multiple vacations. I went to Iowa because I was beautiful in January. <laughs> and then... Woof. And then uh, I went to Iowa, and then I came back incredibly ill, and then Aaliyah went on vacation, and then I went on another trip uh, to San Antonio, and then came back ill again. <laughs> He's very sensitive. <laughs> I know. my. I'm very dainty. It's Usually you don't get sick that much. I don't no, know I don't know what on. happened. I think I was just in a weakened state, and yeah. it made me sick. You just had never really recovered no, never from recovered. the first illness. But... We're back now. Yay! We should be on track again. So what, do we miss three weeks? It was, yeah, it was we haven't three. recorded since yeah. the first week of January. Sorry, you guys. Life happens we're sometimes. Back. So we'll be back. We're, I mean, I'm not really sorry because I was sailing in the Caribbean, so. You're an asshole. <laughs> That's way better than this. Well, let me tell no you about offense. a little place called Iowa <laughs> in January. Yeah, not. It's cold as hell. Not as good. Um... Well, we also went to Minneapolis, which is also cold as hell. Even colder than <laughs> Iowa. Uh, no, but uh, so we're back in our our first podcast. Back, back is a fun one because we actually got to today. Just not we got out a mere you know two or three hours ago. Uh, we went to see an early preview screening of the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. So we want Hence to talk about... the song that I sang at the beginning. Oh. Yeah, see, see what I did there? Jesus. But then I changed Batman That's to That's a good idea. Build. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same amount of syllables and everything. I'm a That's genius. That's great. Man, <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and, and edit in a better reaction on my part to that. <laughs> so. Oh, who are you kidding? We never edit anything. <laughs> um, there's a... Uh, so we basically, as much as I'd like to pretend that we're just that cool that we just get free preview tickets to right. movies we want because to go to. Because we're so important. Nerd Build has reached such a claim that they're like, we need you to see and review right. our movie, Nerd Build. We pretty much make <laughs> or break your... I mean, Ratings. Yeah, yeah. Like what we say really determines your box office yeah. numbers for the first. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, Suicide Squad was a lot better before we gave our reactions, and then they just tore it apart, and they, they <laughs> re-edited it. we liked it. No. Uh, we, well, we... No, the first time, you mean, before we, they re-edited it. We said it. it was great, and then they, um, and then they just changed it. They didn't trust our review. <laughs> they actually uh, use our reviews and then do the yeah. opposite. <laughs> like, no. Uh, so you might see a very different version of Lego Batman <laughs> next week. 
Spoiler alert, there's no Batman in it. Um, but uh, actually, the way we got tickets is something that you could do, too. Um, and you go to, I believe, uh, basically Warner Brothers Tickets, and there's a sign-up that you can get notifications when they have preview screenings. And I've uh, that's... We, we went to the... Uh, extended Batman v Superman in the theaters due to the Warner Brother tickets thing, and I've gotten a couple notifications for other things that I wasn't super interested in going to, or the timing wasn't quite right. But it's cool; you might as well do it. It's free, um, and yeah. we got to do this because I'm sure, depending on where you're at, like I'm sure if you're in you know L.A. or something like that, you're probably more likely to get more notifications more stuff, for better yeah. stuff. We're in Tucson, so there's not as many, but it's worth doing, so look into that if, if you have any interest in going to free preview screenings and stuff like free that. Free stuff is great. Yeah, you might as well. Uh, it costs no money. But So we got to go. We went early. Um, nope. they, they always overbook the preview screenings so they ensure a full house, and uh, so we went really early, so we had to wait in line. Um, was it bed. pretty full? Do we think yeah, it, was it pretty filled full. up? Yeah. It was pretty full. Mostly full. And we didn't have to sit in the front, so that's good. Right. But uh, Lego Batman movie was something that I've, I've been excited for. Obviously, it's Batman. I really liked the Lego movie a lot. Yeah. And the Lego movie was kind of an interesting... We, sh we should say maybe before we start that um, we are just going to talk all about it. So if you feel like you don't want to be spoiled right. on the Lego Batman movie, I, I would... maybe... I don't Absolutely. really think there's much to spoil. No. It, we're probably not going to specifically run through, like, jokes that much. So, right. like, I guess there's a chance that we might mention a reference or something I'm that sure might we will. not be as fun for you if it's not a complete surprise. But I would say that if your ex expectations for this movie are pretty normal, then there's not really much to really ruin. Right. Like, it's, it's kind of some... Some people are just very sensitive. Yeah, no, that's fine. So... Just be aware, we'll probably spoil... Yeah. We're not going to watch you know. what we say, we're just going to talk about but it. But I would I would say this is a movie that it doesn't really matter. Like, someone could give you a full play-by-play -play of the yeah. entire plot, and I don't think it would really matter. The gags are the thing that probably right, would be, like, right. if someone had told you what the joke was ahead of time. Maybe. And that's kind of the equivalent maybe. of seeing a trailer or something. Because, yeah. like, there were obviously jokes that were in the trailers and stuff like that. But yeah. they're still funny, too. Like, you know, Oh, like, yeah, whatever. yeah. Also, um, we ran into our friends late to the party there, mm -hmm. um, and it was cool. We got to watch the movie with them, which was fun. But they do, um, they have a YouTube channel, Late to the Party. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube, and you could go check out their reviews. They often do a non-spoiler review yeah. as well as a spoiler review. So if you're really worried about spoilers but want to see something, you know, fairly soon on it, you could go check out theirs if they do a non-spoiler <laughs> review. Um yeah. They they do videos and it's real fun, so. Yeah. Uh but yeah, yeah, I mean it's a fair warning. Yeah. So, uh we went um got in a got in a couple hours, went there a couple hours ahead of time. I I was really excited because um I really love Batman obviously, but I really love loved the Lego movie, which was I thought the Lego movie was one of the bigger surprises um, that year when it came out, just because I think when people when they you mean announced, like you didn't expect it. Well, expect to I like don't it think as really anyone did, heard. Oh, they're making a Lego movie, and we're like, yeah, like, yeah, that sounds great. It was kind of like one of those things, like, like all well, right, kids sure, will yeah. Like that. But it was a really smart movie, and it was that all that I I really I've never watched any sort of like 
behind the scenes stuff on how they do these movies, but I know there's a mix of practical and CGI mm-hmm. stuff, but it looks amazing. Like it's yeah, such a the cool, animation is cool really look. Cool. But that movie was a, a really big surprise, I think, for most people. And but I love the movie, and obviously the Batman character in that was really funny. Will Arnett portrayed that, and he portrays in this one as well. Um, but I was really excited he for it. He does a good Batman. He does do a good Batman. He's he's great. He's perfect for it because his voice is essentially like the joke Christian right. Bale yeah, voice. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, it's perfect like for like a parody speaker. of yeah, like, Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah, like, you know, like just that really dumb, over the top, like silly voice. But um, so he's uh, it's got a this the movie has a great cast. It's got. Um, Michael Sarah is Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. You got Rosaria Dawson as, um, uh, well, Commissioner Gordon essentially, but it's Barbara. Um, yeah. and, uh, and she's Gordon's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's. Man Gordon. Yeah, and Man Gordon is in this. <laughs> that's his first uh, name, Man. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's got a great cast and like tons of tight, Chris like small, is a voice <laughs> right? In it. That's a minor one, but reporter number three. There's there's a lot of famous people in small voices. Yeah, Conan it's O'Brien great. was the Riddler. Yeah, like yeah. they just like kind of a really random eclectic Whoever, cast. Like, they're like they were probably like, hey, you want to be a random voice in this? It's gonna take five minutes, and who wouldn't do that? You know? Uh, yeah, everyone does a really good job. I there was a couple that I feel like I still was like trying to like figure out, who and it they was. didn't list in the credits. Um, I don't who I, I wondered who played Bane that because the Bane oh, yeah, voice because we really were talking funny. about it and um, uh, Robert. And Vanessa were saying, like, that'd be awesome if it was Tom Hardy, but I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, um, oh, that's the one. So the other one, there's a there's a character, I don't really need to go too much into who the character is, but there was a character named Phyllis, and I was really oh, trying yeah. to pinpoint her voice. Oh, I actually, Ellie Kemper, yeah, I actually or, yeah, knew I like, that I one. I was really proud of myself I couldn't, that like, I, identify. I identified her. Um, I'm usually really bad at that kind of thing, so I was super proud of myself that I knew who that was. But yeah, the so the 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 Bane thing in particular was really funny because uh, oh, it's uh, it's Doug Benson. Oh, um, that's, <laughs> that's really awesome. funny. So the Bane the Bane thing, and this is an example of I don't think it'll really ruin you, but like this is the type we're of thing we're not where worried like, about that. We're just like, gonna say stuff. I know. I'm just saying, but like to give an example of what we're kind of talking about that oh. may like, ruin a gag or right. something. But we. Uh, there, there. Bane is in this, and the look of Bane is more in line with how he looks in Batman and Robin, like or like comics, like kind of halfway between that. He's kind of like more traditional, um, but he has the Dark Knight Rises Bane voice. Yeah, like it's like a like a. But once again, a, like really a parody, a tacky version. parody yeah. version. Like it's like you know, like like the most like you know like someone doing their best. Yeah, like when you do a Bane impression. No, mine's great. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think it's maybe a bad impression for you. <laughs> uh, but I think That's it's exactly what great. it sounds like, you guys. Um, no, yeah, it's pretty much just like kind of like a, a half-hearted attempt at yeah, Bane yeah. It's, impression. It's funny. And it's really great. They, the, But yeah, the, the cast top to bottom is really good. And it, it's fun. To, like there's there are a lot of people in it that you're kind of just like, oh, who was that? Because like, I think part of the reason the cast is so great is that there's such a 
there's so many individual characters that yeah. they were able to get people in a, the studio for a day. Right, you know, that's like, what like, I mean. Is like, like there's a lot of really awesome people in it because if you only have to go in for a few hours to do like one line or right. two lines, like exactly. you're not going to say no. Yeah, it's. I mean, you could obviously if you have to, you know, commit to a you know a big role that you're going to have to go in several days. But clearly, some of those are like people that were just like, hey, do you want to come in for yeah. like two hours? And right, like, like the Riddler lines. had like two lines. Right, or exactly. He, he so Conan didn't have to spend no, a lot of time I'm sure he working didn't. on that. But. It oh and actually like um, one of the ones that I thought was really funny that I didn't I didn't notice that who it was until I saw the credits was um, Jermaine was Sauron oh. <laughs> oh yeah that totally makes sense which is like a really funny joke that's so, great uh, so yeah there's they basically pull in a bunch of different properties yeah you know, under a the lot. Lego and Warner Brothers banner and stuff um, and if anyone's parties. familiar like. With kind of like the Lego video games and like Lego Dimensions stuff where they do the same kind of thing. And then just basically everything underneath their property banner is fair game. Yeah. And all those characters interact with each other. And there they are definitely... a lot of references in this movie. Yeah. And I guess the Lego movie also did some of that stuff too. But this um, I would say has more because yeah. it's... Because of the nature of the plot, I guess. Yeah. You can just bring in right. the way they wrote the storyline. They just are like, have all these different characters. But the idea of having Jemaine Clement be yeah, Sauron it's great. is really funny. Yeah. That he's a feel, New Zealander and stuff. I feel good about that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so the voice cast is great. Um, it's, it is such a joke dense movie yeah like it is really it's like joke joke non-stop joke. <laughs> jokes like it really is like kind of crazy hope you like jokes when you go to see this movie it's a really not. funny movie it is filled to the brim like it I really is telling, a lot. yeah i did I'll too I, I laughed quite a bit too it, it really i i will say i kind of wish I had seen this movie under different circumstances because I get very taken out of movies oh. like at the drop of a hat. I'm not, I, I wish I, I could say I was one of those people that watches movies and I forget the, how fast the time goes by and I'm like, oh, two hours just went by. I wasn't even thinking, no, I'm always in my own head about That's it. That's me. I'm, I'm that constantly, person. I'm, I'm the, I mean, I'm the person that like forgets what that the world like I'm just watching the movie and that's yeah no and that's that's a great trait to have I never forget that I'm watching a movie in a theater because watching a movie in a theater is often kind of not a fun experience to me uh, I like it in theory but there's too many little minor things that can go wrong that will make me really frustrated like so, having a noisy little kid <coughs> next to you yes <laughs> So one of the things that I don't see animated movies in theaters very often, as much as I really want to, I really want to see Moana, and I haven't seen Moana. It took me forever to see Zootopia, uh, and I really want to see it. I didn't see Inside Out until it came out on Blu-ray and stuff, <clears throat> and that's mainly because uh, it's really distracting for me to be in a theater full of children. Like it, it just listening like. All I can hear is the kids talking, and I don't pay attention to what's going on because I get so locked in to what little kids are doing and watching them move around and stuff. I just can't focus. It's just how I am. Like I, I'm already so you're very easily distracted. Easily distracted when I'm watching a movie. Like I'm already 
ready to be distracted. Like I just so you know, like if if I'm sitting there and I see someone two rows ahead of me, like look at their phone, I'm just like, I don't what I can't <laughs> I can't even watch this movie. I'm so distracted. Like I just get like that. I just yeah. don't. I'm always ready to be taken out of it. So uh, particularly knowing when there's a bunch of children that are going to be very loud and moving and stuff like that, I try to avoid that. Um, which you know, that's another. Whether or not people are making the right decisions bringing certain kids in, some of them make very poor decisions. Some kids are super well-behaved. Some kids are not. I think that's, you know, a parent's going to make that decision, make that call and stuff, but a lot of times they make a real bad call on that. I I think probably paying it safe and waiting a little later than you... The thing is, I don't... Like, if you have a kid that is going to, like, be loud or be super all over the place... Like, you're having to pay more attention to them than to the movie. So, like, like I can right. see, like, if you're like, oh, well, I just really want to go to this movie, so I'm going to, you know, put kid. up with my kid. Right. But at the same time, like, are you even going to enjoy the movie if your kid is just, like, super loud and you're having to shush them Maybe the whole time? Maybe they get lost in it just like you do. And they just no, because <laughs> they're clearly shushing their yeah. kid the whole time. So. It just doesn't seem worth it. No. Well, I don't know. Everyone, you know, everyone's got their own way of living. But I, so. With that being said, I loved the movie, want to see it again in the comfort of my own home. Uh, I'll buy this movie, no question. Like, as soon as it comes out, I'll buy it It and I can't wait to watch it again. But it'll be Uh, nice when you watch it again because there's probably jokes you missed the first time. Oh, absolutely. I know there are because I was too caught up (laughs) with this little rug rat that was elbowing and kicking me and talking constantly. There's a little kid next to me that was just a nightmare. Of the worst degree, like, he was probably a nice kid, but he was a full-on kid. Yeah, I wasn't like sitting here. next to him because Dan was between us, but I could still hear him, like, yelling crap out the whole movie. He just was yelling everything. Yeah. And his He's dad like, was... there's a gorilla! Yeah. We're like, what the... Uh, hey, spoilers. Don't tell him there's a gorilla. Oh, no! Uh, there's a gorilla, you guys. But it was funny because, like, his dad would shush him, but then there were also times that his dad yelled full volume too and i was like i don't think that's 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 a mixed message sir Uh, i don't want to tell you how to parent well he was shooshing him because he couldn't get his yells out right when the kid was yelling anyway i have to compete for yelling. long story short the kid was a nightmare and kept me from enjoying this movie fully but But you still still enjoyed it a lot um it was real good but it really is crazy how joke dense this is, and also just reference dense. Um, yeah. The thing that's kind of funny that the way they treat it is basically everything, every Batman thing ever is canon. Like, yeah. So it's a totally like ridiculous <laughs> so take on Batman. So it's like you know, like obviously this is a version of you know Bruce Wayne and Batman that is the most like ultra machismo. Like, silly, if you've seen Lego Movie, yeah. you know what this version of the character is. It's totally ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it takes... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt mm. you. I was just going to say, it takes themes that are true to Batman. Like, maybe he is afraid to be in relationships because his parent lost his parents. Right, no, they're definitely using, like, actual things. Right, but then do. they just, like, push it but to the most a, ridiculous extreme. Exactly, an extravagant, yeah. ridiculous version yeah. of whatever, you know, that is. And, but the way they do it is really funny because 
they take everything. So there's references to stuff. I mean, even as recent as they they reference, you know, Batman v Superman, yep, but they yep. go all the way back to you know the fifties, like everything, like early comic books to you know Batman's debut. All you know, they they bring in like they reference you know Batman Returns and you know Batman Forever and like all that stuff. Everything in it is canon, and, and all... he is every version of Batman. Like yeah. the Batman in this movie, he was the one that was in all those. Yeah, yeah. So he's all of those versions of Batman. He's just like looks really good, but he's super old. Like they right. mentioned well, at one point. So that yeah, that's the thing. And so <laughs> my favorite run on Batman of all time was Grant Morrison's run on Batman, and. The reason that I love that run so much is because he did this, but in a serious way, where everything that had ever happened in the comic books was canon. So oh. he picked and ch- like he he selected some of the most absurd, insane, you know, random like you know, golden silver age comic issues that had like really crazy plots and stuff. And he took them and used them and referenced them and made them serious, competent plot lines leading up to a very, you know, important uh, moment in Batman's existence. Uh, Which I, that was like always my thing that I was like, this is so amazing. Like, because like I've always talked about. And I probably talked about it on the podcast. Talked about it on the podcast several times before, but uh, I love the idea of retconning. Like I love, I love when people take things and go back and be like, "Oh, but this is you know making something fit out of the right." Out. Yeah, it's a big deal why I like the Metal Gear Solid series because like basically they that's, just cram that's it all, all into Kojima one storyline. He, he basically forces every piece to work. It's the one thing I like about the Saw series. I don't actually really like the Saw movies that much, um, mainly because I. I absolutely despise the like gore porn kind of side of that um and i think the way they treat it is kind of obnoxious but i love the way they retcon in that they basically like each movie you're like oh while this was happening this was happening like the last movie they're like this was happening at the same time that this was happening in the first movie and they go back and change it and i love that stuff and so that's why i really like the grant morrison run is it's essentially kind of the same thing where you're going back and saying like these pieces were part of this you know storyline uh so i have i like this kind of turn where it's like basically like this is the same like all this stuff happened to the same guy yeah and it and it's kind of in a way it's it almost actually makes sense that this is what Batman is after that. Like, so... Right, They yeah, do it, it's kind of funny because it is, like, a silly version of Batman, but also, if you take into account, like, let's say Batman has done all these things, he's a... He's in a rough he's place. He's gone through a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's they make him, like, place. this uber version of Batman and stuff. Uh, so... I I really liked how they treated that, and there was a lot of cool references and stuff. They they do like there's a you know a great segment where they run down all the villains that they do it, which are all real villains and stuff, and like like just oh those are all real yeah, villains. There's, yes. Even the Condiment Man one. I that was the only one that I was like I've never seen Condiment Man before, and I don't know if that's a joke one or not because every other one they named right. up to that I. Was like, oh yeah. I know was that, that I the last one they named? Yes, and so I maybe think it, it might was have like been the a joke. one that wasn't that's real. A, that's the thing, and I was like, but so it's a like part Condiment of me. Man, and he has like this big pack with these two guns, and one shoots ketchup, and one shoots mustard. Uh, it's Condiment King. Oh yeah, I 
Yep, I remember Condiment King. <laughs> I forgot he's he was in what, the animated series. Was he called series. Condiment King in this or Condiment Man? He was Condiment King. Oh, uh, yeah, I totally forgot that was a thing. Now I see like the picture of him from like the the animated show and stuff. Um, yeah, he's totally. That's totally a real. <laughs> Um, I can't believe all of those were real villains. I thought they were just making crap up because it was funny. Yeah. That's, that um, is really funny. Okay. I mean, it's more funny when they actually are all real. I had, I had totally forgotten about that is a condiment ragtag team. band of misfit villains yeah. right there. That's crazy. There's I the Eggman one. Yep. They're, everything's all... They're all real. Like, every single one of them. Like, I was like... Orca? I, I think there's... Yeah, Orca's definitely real. Is Orca just an Orca? Uh, he's been portrayed different ways alongside. There's different characters. So, like, there's characters like, you know, like Killer Croc and stuff. Like, there's always, like, ranges of the way he's portrayed, right. whether, how much Remember crocodile he is. Remember the part where he was like, I, <laughs> I, got, did, I did something. I did something. <laughs> he was so happy he got to help. Um, man, I can't... Condiment King. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I no, but the, all the ones that I that last one, but yeah, when Condiment King came out, I was like, I don't remember that. Like that's silly, but like now, like seeing the picture of him, like I was like, I totally remember seeing that him in you know the animated series. I haven't watched the animated series in a few years and stuff, but um, yeah, Batman has obviously like the best rogues gallery overall in comic books, but like any. There's just a, lot has a of bunch trash, of duds, like, yeah. dumb characters. Everyone has that. Like honestly, like Superman has some of like the worst rogues gallery. Like if you go through the list of his like shitty, you know, B level villains and stuff, because he basically has Lex Luthor, Brainiac, Doomsday, he and those have are, like many the big ones. Good and ones, then after yeah. That, it's like total garbage. Um, but basically, like Batman, Spider Man are like the two big ones that have like an amazing rogues gallery. Uh, but nothing beats Batman's rogues gallery. Yeah. Like I mean, oh. in terms of, like the how iconic all the villains right, are. Right, yeah. There's um, so many different ones that are super iconic. Yeah. And like good enough to still be all the time in lots of different mm -hmm. things. Um, yeah, so like Condiment King. <laughs> not great. Not yeah. a great option. Um, kind of like the climax of this movie is uh, like all of the Batman villains facing sort of all of these other villains from other properties which is like dan mentioned sauron and there's lots of different like super white there's like harry potter and like One of older things, I learned, things like uh did Wizard fines, of Oz. did fines do the voice so fines is the voice of alfred in this. right did he do voldemort as well i don't know that's a good question because voldemort's in this as well yeah and like i wonder if they got him to do voldemort while he was already he might good. as well have yeah but i wonder if that's also like a thing that was maybe like a joke thing where it's like, they hey, wouldn't want they, either they didn't do it or they were like, let's have someone else was him because that right. would be really silly. Yeah. So Off Voldemort is like one of the best. Basically, um, sort of the main, should we just kind of break down the main plot? Sure. Okay. So basically the sort of main plot is that Joker, you know, wants Batman to admit that they're, like, enemies. And Batman's like, I don't even care enough about you to hate you. And Joker's all sad. So oh he gets... He Eddie like, Izzard is the voice of Voldemort. <laughs> That's amazing. And also, why? I don't know. Um, so he, like, devises this... Uh, Joker devises this plan to get locked up um, in space jail. What's that called again? Uh, the Phantom Zone. The Phantom Zone, thank you. And um, 
And once he's there, he, like, busts out all of the evil bad guys that have been locked up in the Phantom Zone. But all of those are just, like, bad guys from other properties. So there's, like, King Kong, Jurassic Park, um, Wizard of Oz, Harry Potter, like, tons of different ones. So it's just, like, super random. Um, but they're, like, the real bad guys, you know, versus, in this case... Especially, I felt like especially they trotted out all those really ridiculous Batman villains because the premise is kind of like, Joker's like, I'm done with all you idiots, you're no help to me. Mm -hmm. And so he busts out like the real bad guys. Um, so the climax, is, climax of the movie is kind of uh, the villain, the, the Batman villains team up on the side of Batman to fight all these other villains right. that are like the real bad guys. Um and so it's just, there's just so many references. There's the Daleks from Doctor Who, Gremlins, mm -hmm. um, Jaws. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce, yeah, yeah. Bruce. <laughs> I uh, just, I actually do want to kind of run down. I think this actually might be beneficial because I think I would have enjoyed the voices more if, if you had I'd known, known every person. So I'm going to just run down the rogues gallery voices okay. just so people like can kind yeah. of enjoy it. Because so we are gonna, some of these I'm kind of... We clearly have just named a lot of the characters. Right. This is a spoiler if you don't know. But, if you don't want to be ruined for all the different surprises. But I kind of think like most are. of the time the voices are so quick I couldn't identify them and I think I would have really enjoyed knowing, knowing ahead of time. So we already mentioned Conan O'Brien's The Riddler. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Uh, I don't know who that is. That's... Um, so Zoe Kravitz she was... She related to Lenny Kravitz? Yes. She was... That's his daughter. Nice. She was... Um, I forget that character's name. The, the one, it's okay. The, the, the ones with the wings in First Class, X-Men First Class. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's in Fury Road. She's one of the wives. Okay, yeah. Um, I think I'm picturing her. But um, uh, Doug Benson is Bane. Uh, Jason Manzukis as Scarecrow. Um, that's Rafi from the League. Oh. Uh... Uh, Ricky Lindholm is Poison Ivy oh, and nice. Kate Micucci is Clayface. That's <laughs> one that I saw and I was like, man, I wish I had known that Kate Micucci was the Garfunkel and Oates is in this. And then um, Shanning Tatum was Superman, Jonah Hill, Green Lantern, Adam Driver is The Flash. Uh, so yeah, Eddie Izzard is Voldemort, even That's though the random. guy who played Voldemort is was a major it. character. Uh, <laughs> Seth Green was King Kong, Jemaine Clement as Sauron, Ellie Kemper as Phyllis. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of a, a great, like just a great random lineup. So, you know, that'll be fun to like, if you, if you're watching this movie. The first and then time, there were so. lots more than that. So. Oh yeah. Because we mentioned like Chris Hardwick has a little bit part yeah. as a reporter and stuff like that, but definitely a stacked stacked voice role. Yeah, I just really liked the, um, you know, bad guys fighting the other bad guys. Because like, turns out the bat Batman bad guys aren't really that bad <laughs> compared yeah. to if you stack up all like the real evil um, villains from various things. Uh, and then also, of course, Batman learns a lesson about himself, right? Which is sort of the also like the core sort of plot of the movie is him learning to you know 
accept others and and have a family, be in relationships and stuff like that. Um, but I just loved the dynamic between him and Joker, where Joker was like mm-hmm. all sad when he was like, "I don't care about you, yeah. I don't hate you," and Joker was like all super sad. Right. The, that was so. Funny. The reaction in the theater was pretty. Like yeah. people were awing and stuff. Like you felt bad for Joker. Yeah, Joker was like that. tearing up. Yeah, he uh, he's pretty cute. Yeah. Pretty sad. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, I think a lot of people are going to come. I'd like. To, I need to rewatch the Lego movie because I haven't watched it in a few years. I don't I, I don't think I've watched it since the year came out. I own it on Blu-ray and I don't think I've even like opened it. Like no, I, I bought I it because it was I think I've on only seen it sale. that one time when we watched it that yeah. time. <laughs> I'd like it again. I'd like to watch it again to kind of, you know, see how I would consider these two relative to each other. But I think I would say like all Batman biases you know, aside, because obviously this has Batman stuff in it, of course I'm going to like it more, but, like, I think these are, those two are very comparable in quality, um, it doesn't feel like, I think when this got announced, there was a part of me that was like, oh, that's really cool, but I was also like, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the same quality as the Lego movie, like, it kind of feels like a little bit of a half step, like, where they kind of, you know, but the, so the, the guy who directed this, Chris McKay, was, he, He's, like, mainly known for doing... He directed a bunch of robot chicken stuff. Mm. So, which is actually, like, in terms of, like, jokes and stuff, that's Similar. perfect. Yeah. Like, right up his alley where it's just pop culture reference after yeah. pop culture. Yeah. Um, was... I loved the way they referenced the Daleks. Oh, yeah. He's, like... Because they call them British robots yeah. at first. And then it was, like... Was that a song or was he just listing things off? I feel like maybe it was... I don't remember what... Oh. Well, first, he was, like, either was in a song or he was just talking, but he was, like, listing the different, oh. like, villains or something. And then he said, British robots, and it was, like, the Daleks. And then he was, like, if you don't get that, ask your nerd friends. Oh, yeah. And it was just made me laugh because, like, everything in this movie is yeah. super nerdy, and yet somehow Doctor Who is, like, still, still the, for the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, uh, that that was funny. That's true. But, um, so the also this was like, I mean, there's a lot of there's like eight people on the screenwriting credits, so I don't know who ended up having the final hand on it. But uh, Seth uh, Graham Smith, who's the guy who wrote um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies mm-hmm. and Abraham Lincoln uh, Vampire Hunter, he's the guy that like came up with the story and wrote this and stuff. So there's like so a good like general pedigree behind it and stuff, but. Coming off of Lego Batman or the Lego movie was uh, uh, the Miller Lord duo, and they've been nothing but incredible since they kind of mm-hmm. blew up on the scene. So th- it, I think there was kind of maybe an expectation that the quality would dip be would not be as there good, and, or here. this would still be good. But the trailers were so great when they you know came out and stuff, and yeah. And I think people were, had hopes high, but I I expect this to get. I don't know if there's already like a Rotten Tomato score, but I would expect this to get high. like a ninety yeah. something. Like I I, just I, can't I don't really see how you could dislike anyone this. not liking it. Yeah, like there's not really much to not like about it. Yeah, it really is like. I think it's kind of... Like, even being picky and, like, trying ha- to think of... It has of, a 90% right now. Don't trying to think of things that, like, someone could say, like, oh, well, you know, I didn't like this or whatever. I can't even really think of anything specifically. No. It's... 
it is just a it's just so much fun and it, it, in the same way the Lego movie was yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's slightly more of a niche audience because it's so specified on the Batman thing but I don't think Batman's really a niche audience necessarily anymore. No. And there no. will be a range of how much you'll get the references or how much you'll appreciate the in-jokes and stuff like that. But generally, the jokes are pretty universal and they're very funny. Yeah, and like, yeah. it's The thing is, it's super joke-packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if maybe you don't quite know as many of the references, it's a little less joke-packed, but there's still a ton of... Like, yeah. there's a lot of jokes that everyone is going to get, and then if you get all of the jokes it's just that many extra jokes right yeah it's it's bang 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 you know it obviously kind of slows down a bit like in terms of like the fast firing jokes like maybe in the in the third act and stuff just because there's more of like an emotional weight and stuff like that and so they're tying up storylines but generally i mean the first like third of this movie is like so rapid fire with jokes that it's kind of insane like and you know most of them hit like they're not there's yeah, I laughed a lot, of... a lot, and I don't, and I don't think any of them felt like there were a lot of jokes, which could easily come off as like, oh my god, like they're just trying to jokes. Hard. Yeah, but I didn't. It didn't feel like that at no, all. It was just not. supernatural, not supernatural, but very natural feeling. It's supernatural even though... references, like it's just Jared Padalecki, <laughs> Jensen Eccles. They're just in it. That's just all they're talking about. Misha. He's, yeah, he's there. Yeah, um, so yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't a supernatural reference. Maybe there was. It <laughs> Maybe definitely, there was. It definitely seems like a, a movie that'll reward repeat viewings because there are. It is especially yes, early definitely. on very packed with different like you know nods here and there, and there's probably dozens of them I didn't get on this first one, mainly because of the situation. Yeah. But also because you got to be really paying attention because it's going yeah. by so fast. I'm sure. I mean, I wasn't really distracted and I'm, I easily think there's stuff I missed for sure. Well, that's just great for you, Aaliyah. Wow. You just had a great time not getting elbowed. Yeah, I did. A little nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. You should just elbowed him back. I know. I I didn't elbow him back, but when his elbow got you like got firm. All, yeah, I firm. I did a little push away where I was like, "Come on, son," <laughs> and uh, but it didn't work <laughs> because he's he a kid. He has no idea. He doesn't know he's being <laughs> no, touched. No, he he's literally. About... I could have grabbed his face, and he wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, I definitely am just a sucker for references. Like, mm-hmm. just pander to me with as many. Yeah, sure nerdy references as possible. Like, I love that. So, Pandering's great. Yeah, I love me some pandering. So, yeah, definitely, it, it's, like, as good as a Lego movie, but just with more references, even, I feel like, which yeah. made me really, really like it a lot. Yeah, it's great. There's no question about it. And there's songs. Yep, good songs. Uh, in the same vein as, like, the Lego movie yeah, was, yeah. pretty much. Um, probably nothing that's going to catch the world on fire like everything no. that awesome did none of the songs were that like no. catchy but uh it's definitely got some good stuff in it so yeah absolutely a superman theme <laughs> yeah there is a little bit of superman theme in there not the best superman theme <laughs> the Man of steel theme <laughs> second best yeah the second best that weak ass john williams version i'm kidding i really like that song. it's like one of my favorite like themes uh, There's just this part where Superman, uh, Batman goes to Superman's 
um, Ice Palace. Wow. Fortress of <laughs> Fortress Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. I knew that. Um, I just can never remember anything when I try and ice say it out palace. loud. <laughs> I mean, it is in the snow and stuff. His Ice Palace. Yeah. He was also in Frozen. Anyway. Uh, I, yeah, that reminds me of... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this on the before. I remember one of the hardest things I've ever laughed at. And to be fair, this was when Batman and Robin came out. So that was probably 1997 or something like that. So, you know, I'm 12, 13 years old, whatever, when I come out. And I was with... Sure. Make excuses. No, I still think it's funny. So there, Vivica A. Fox is in that as one of Mr. Freeze's, like, henchmen, whatever. So Mr. Freeze goes back to his, like, you know, his... Ice palace. His ice palace. <laughs> this is why I thought of it. But he goes back to his, like, place, which is, like, you know, his ice palace. And she's there, and she's dressed very provocatively. Um, and dressed... <laughs> I don't... This is not going to deliver. Uh, she dressed very provocatively in a very, like, ice themed outfit like you know very skimpy it's white and blue and stuff and i remember i'm watching this with my friend jesse and he <laughs> leans over when she comes on screen and he says frostitute <laughs> <laughs> and wow. i was like that is i laughed so frostitute. hard nailed it jesse it was such a good pun this is frostitute shout out to jesse Frost jesse Seiden. it was jesse Seiden, yeah uh, prostitute. Frostitude. Still makes me laugh when I see Batman <laughs> or Robin. I think of the prostitute. <laughs> Frostitude. And actually, the, they don't use that pun in the movie, but that's right on pace with all the other puns. In yeah. That, oh, the, yeah. All the, you know. Well, that's too much of an adult. I know. Pun. And no, clearly no adults works on Batman <laughs> and Robin. Clearly not. Children or monkeys. But anyway, <laughs> he Batman goes to... The Fortress of Solitude, because he thinks Superman's going to be, like, all alone and sad, because that's how Batman is. And instead, they're having a giant party for the Justice League anniversary. <laughs> and it's just so sad, because Batman wasn't invited. <laughs> he was not invited. <laughs> and everybody else is there. So it was yeah. fun to see all the different yeah. Justice League characters, too. Dan mentioned, like, the Green, Green Lantern, one of the voices of Green Lantern. And, but, like, all Wonder Woman and Aquaman, like, everybody's there. Um, that was a fun part. And what was the pun that it was like the guy made about dance? Oh. It was like Martian Yeah, dance it's Martian Manta and he's like more like Martian dance hunter and he starts like... I don't know why, but I laughed really pun. hard at it's that. It's a good pun. Because <laughs> he was just busting a move. Yeah, speaking of good puns, Frostitute. Frostitute. Uh, Write that one down, folks, for later. So yeah, I mean, that's... For next time you watch Batman and yeah. Robin. Yeah, if you want a tip, you, you know, next time you watch Batman and Robin, lean over to your friend when you see Vivica Frocks. And lean say, over to your 12-year-old male frost, friend. Frostitude. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I mean, I don't have much more to say specifically about the movie, but I, I can't give it anything, hot, you know, more than uh, an absolute my highest recommendation i think it's as universal of a movie i think like you give it unless you really dans. don't hate uh, three dans out of pineapple <laughs> uh yeah but uh absolutely go see it no question yeah. about it i think like pretty nobody much is not gonna like anyone's gonna have a great time adults movie. will like it's it great. kids will like it if they can manage to pay attention um like dan said 
there's a lot of references, but there's still plenty that everyone... I mean, if you know who Batman is, then yeah. you'll be fine. Absolutely. Which I think most people know who Batman is, hopefully. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the only other thing that I want to talk about just on this podcast is, just because it ties in with this, is I just want to give Dan's take on the Ben Affleck dropping out of directing the Batman situation. Dan from Giant Bomb? What? No, me. Oh, you're from... talking about yourself in the third person. Yes, absolutely. Okay, got it. Uh, I thought you were going to relay no, a take from no, someone. No, I'm giving my take on Okay, it Because anyone that's listened to this podcast knows how much of a big DC Extended Universe <laughs> fan I am. And uh, so I just wanted to touch on that real quickly because, first of all, uh, Ben Affleck leaving as director of Batman is disappointing. Yeah. I think there's no question that everyone's disappointed. I think it's more disappointing because it feels like there's still so much, so much stuff still uncertain about that universe and there's problems still and they, right. you know, this is Like short- they still can't manage to nail things down. Yeah. They, this is shortly, you know, like the, uh, the direction of the Flash left twice. They've had two different directions of the Flash. They're looking for their third direction of the Flash. They just said recently they're doing a page one rewrite on the Flash. They're just these little things, you know, like every every week. And what? Why? Why are these things happening? Are they wanting too much control, and the know. directors don't want to? It's hard to say. All those things are possible. We don't. We don't know. Uh, Get it together. That Affleck thing is possibly DC. just because Live by Night lost a ton of money the last movie he did and it got really badly panned um, which is the first movie he's made that's gotten negative reviews um, generally people love his stuff so did he get fired or did he quit it sounds like it was kind of a mutual thing yeah. and he wanted he said that he wanted to focus just on being Batman being Batman and not having to worry about having to also I mean take over. I I'm disappointed that he's not going to direct it but like as long as he's still Batman. Listen, the real disappointment would be if he yes. ends up getting so, totally separated so, from the project in a way that he wouldn't even be in it. Right. Because that would be That's That's the big thing for me that that will genuinely make me really bummed out. Yeah, because I love he's ben a Affleck great Batman. Batman. And I think he's got a great look. I think he's done a great job And he so was far. great in Batman v Superman. So here's the thing. The thing that allays my disappointment a little bit is I think... I really do think that a lot of the disappointment is tied up in something that isn't just... It's not people just really wanted a Ben Affleck-directed Batman movie, which I think everyone would have been happy with that, and that's cool. I think what happened was... You know, you see Zack Snyder's directing Justice League, and you know that people are still going to hate that movie. doesn't matter what the quality of that movie is. People are going to rip that movie apart because Zack Snyder directed it. That's just how people are. They don't like... If they see the name Zack Snyder, a lot of people just don't like the movie. And... and It's unfortunate, but true. It just seems to be that's the way it is. Certain people carry certain baggage with them, and a lot of people just don't like Zack Snyder's work. And that's fine. If you don't like Zack Snyder's work, you don't like Zack Snyder's work. I really like his work, but not everyone can be, you know, super into it. Everyone's got different tastes. He particularly, though, is very divisive for people. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, the thing about Ben Affleck is every movie he had directed so far, other than this Live by Night kind of fiasco that happened, had been highly revered, very well liked, very safe, but like, you know, everyone Solid. liked it. It's been, everything's been good. I think people 
felt good. It felt for fans of the universe felt very safe about the idea that Ben Affleck was going to direct it because they were like, well, at least that one will be good and we don't have to worry about any other ones because that one will come out right. and then it will like redeem the universe. Because no one's going to be like, oh, Ben Affleck directed right. this. Exactly. Boo, we so, hate Ben Affleck. So, Nobody hates Ben Affleck. So people, well, people were real shitty when he got cast as Batman. But. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a character act. I mean, like, I don't think that's because they don't like Ben Affleck. It was just because they couldn't really picture him as Batman. I guess, I think we're looking at it from the modern Ben Affleck that people do like, but there was a long period where people really hated Ben Affleck uh, when he like did a lot, like basically from the period know. he started dating J-Lo and stuff. And then he became kind of tabloid father, which turned into him doing a lot of kind of crummy movies and people just kind of didn't like him. Mm. But uh, now people like him a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think, so people who are fans of the universe, wanted that to happen because they thought it was going to be okay and they were going to have a good movie in this universe. Not because those people still, you know, like me, I still think, like, I think there's already been good movies in that universe. But people were thinking, this is the one that everyone will like and everyone will think that's a good thing and then it will make the universe more well-received in general and stuff. So losing Affleck is kind of like, oh, now what's going to happen? Because (laughs) no one knows about Wonder Woman. Even though Patty Jenkins made Monster, which was everyone, you know, like that movie's highly revered, but like she hasn't really made anything else. Like, So like everyone wants that to be good, but there's not enough of a proof of concept for that. And then Justice League... People are going to... Hate it. Most likely hate it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I just have a feeling... I'm guessing that's going to get about the same reception as, you know, at best, probably like Man of Steel reception, I would guess. Like, you know, like, that's the high end, I think. And then bottom end would be something more like Suicide Squad reception. Uh, but, so that made the, the Batman as kind of the thing that was going to save everything. So I think that's what people are really disappointed in. Yeah. I, like you said, I'm fine with as long as Ben's in it I will be bummed out if he leaves yeah, and I think I that's agree. still absolutely possible that he leaves based on just like the way things have been going but it would be such a bummer I, I'm fine the one thing I, I would say my caveat for that would be if Ben does decide to leave I hope they can somehow find a way to wrangle him into at least making a small cameo that leads into whoever they get as the replacement Batman. Right, so it's not just... So it makes sense in the context they want to of keep the universe BVS, going, so. not just totally I, random. Because they... Like they, where he's like passing on right, the cowl to someone they, They're picking an older guy, and that's okay. Like, if all we get is of Ben as Bat, uh, as Batman is, you know, his mini trilogy based... Well, Suicide Squad, it's tough to count. But right. you get BVS... Suicide Squad, and you get Justice League, and that's his main thing, and then he passed the torch in the Batman. That would I would be fine with that if you essentially have someone playing Dick Grayson who takes on the cow and stuff like that. I'd be totally fine with that if it's the right actor yeah. and stuff. I just but hope as long as they like, acknowledge yeah, that that's a thing, just, not just like, this right. is Batman, and nobody notices that I'd, it's just not the same person I'd at all. I'd like to keep the universe going. Um if all we get, if they totally end up just folding that universe and deciding that's it, I'll be bummed out. Um, but I also know that that universe is going to be like a different thing now because of the reception of BBS and Suicide Squad. Um, 
well, Suicide Squad something. But Man of Steel and BBS, those are two movies that I absolutely love and will always love. Um, and I think I don't think Justice League is going to be that similar to them in tone or you know. Right, so like yeah. so maybe this universe won't it won't be as sad anymore. But I like the actors in it a lot and stuff. So. I hope they can keep it going and, and find a way for it to work. And I wish them, you know, great success because I'm such a fan of the universe. But I always think about the thing where it's like, you know, people get really bummed out and they think about, like, you take, like, Firefly, right? And mm-hmm. you say, like, oh, it sucks that Firefly was canceled. Yeah, it does. Like, because you want more of a great thing. You know, like, there's a great thing and you want as much of it as possible. But then you also think about, like, great things that are like that have gone on too long and then they weren't great no anymore. well not not just that but i'm thinking more of the opposite where it's like there's things that are amazing that are one film oh they get even and, less yeah than that? and it's I like see. and you're okay because it's one movie you know, you take something like like let's say you know scott pilgrim versus the world like that's a wonderful single movie that there's never going to be a sequel to or anything like that sure i'd want more of whatever that movie is like you know i love that movie and i would love to watch another scott pilgrim movie like you know but i'm not going to get that and i'm happy with what i got so i can't feel mad if i end up with five six movies of a universe that i really love as opposed to it had just been man of steel you know and like that's all we would have gotten and then we moved on and got a new superman whatever and stuff like that so i'm thankful for what that i got something i still stand by the thing where it's like i got bvs that was a movie that i feel was very much made for me and i'm and i'm so happy with it and stuff so if i don't get anything else and the universe gets you know the world gets a different version of that stuff and they end up liking it more or whatever that's fine for them i got the thing that i really wanted so i can't be too mad with whatever happens from yeah. this point but do you think do they have any are there any rumors of who might be replacing ben as director or there's been a handful of names they they put out like kind of a short list of what they thought maybe would go around and i i don't know none of them seem like Great. they're no no they're good names i just don't know how likely any of them actually are it's i just don't know i mean we'll see what happens i i just the whole thing is such in a weird flux state right now i think the only thing that's guaranteed is you know wonder woman justice league and Aquaman, because Aquaman just had a table read, and it seems like that movie is definitely happening no yeah. matter what, and and that's cool stuff. Like, I mean, you know, I'm happy. I, I think you know, Momo is a real cool looking Aquaman. Yeah, you know, I think that's really gonna be cool. Much. But, I mean, uh, I think it's a cool take on Aquaman yeah. that's a lot different than. But if that's what it is, and that ends with that, it is. That it is, is what, what it, it is. is. I mean, you, you you'd be thankful for the things you got, and I'll I'll always be happy for the existence of that universe. As it stands. Um, Who would be your top choice for Batman if Ben left and you could have anybody play Batman? Do you um, have somebody that you well, think would be really good? Here, I'm not I'm not talking about likely. I'm talking about if it, if it could be anyone, do you think you have somebody that you think would be really good as Batman? Josh Brolin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Brolin good. would be really good. He would be good. You're right. But he's a little older. So that's the thing. Like, I think if they pass it on, it would have like, to be it's to probably going to be a younger guy. But I always thought Brolin would be a pretty badass yeah. Batman. Yeah, he's pretty badass um, generally. And he'd so. be a cool Bruce Wayne, like a little, like, kind of rugged and, like, mm-hmm, kind of, like, mm-hmm. unconventional and stuff. So I don't know. I think he would be pretty good. Um, and he's a great actor. Um, but. I, d- I doubt that would happen. No, I would no. just. Take... I was just. I was just out of curiosity. If you had someone that you thought. That's the first name that always kind of pops in my head if I cool. think about a good Batman. But uh, we'll remain Will to Arnett. be seen. 
I don't think anyone can take him seriously anymore. <laughs> like, I think it's tough to take Will Arnett in that context. Yeah. So I think yeah. he can do serious roles, but I think that would be hard to, yeah. like, you well, know. Well, especially after now he's been yeah, Batman, that, ridiculous yeah. Batman. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about anything, Aaliyah, before we say our, take our final bow? That sounds real final. You mean, like, forever, or...? Yeah, this is it. R.I.P. Yikes. Last podcast. <laughs> we decided episode 31. That was, that was the big one to set out. And after we'd already been gone for three weeks, we right. come back and do one. <laughs> for one more. Um, was there something that I you were trying to prompt me to say? No. Oh, I felt like you were like, Aaliyah, is there anything you no. want to? Okay. No, I don't. I, um, I'm kind of done. I think, I, you know, we're, we're going to do, hopefully here record a couple episodes here in the next couple days and yeah we're, we're gonna try and back to maybe a regular schedule play so. a little catch up and have maybe like a couple extra episodes um to make up for the fact that we were gone and didn't do any for three weeks or we'll just bank them and then roll them out over the next four months yeah but two episodes nobody wants to listen year. to an episode about the royal rumble like two months later uh, no one wants to listen correction. to that episode anyway. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, that's what I was going to say. Correction. That's why we have to no put it out this weekend that. so that people who don't want to listen to it can listen to right. this and then people who do want to. Okay. Um, no, I don't I don't think so. I mean, I have things to say about things. We but got they other things we'll talk about. Yeah. They don't need to be on this we podcast. Got things, we're going to talk about, you know, we've been watching some shows and yeah. we got some things to chat about with that. Uh, That'll be on a, another episode. There's things I want to talk through, you know. Just got to get those feelings out. Yeah. All right. That's it for yep. us. Uh, um, do the so yeah, social media thing. Yeah. Right? The social media thing is, uh, I don't even remember because we've been gone for so long. Oh. At our, Nerd Build our Pod. Pod. Our podcast is called Nerd Build. <laughs> at, at Nerd Build Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And it's Nerd Build Podcast is what I think it. you could look it up under on Facebook. Um, and we have a website, which is nerdbuild.com. And you should look us up on iTunes, and if you listen to this and like it, give us a review, because that would be awesome on iTunes, because we still need one more to have an average review show up on iTunes. So if you could help us out, that would be amazing. And uh, yeah, Lego Batman. You should go watch it when it comes out. It's great. When does it come out? Next week? It comes out. uh, Preview screenings are this Thursday, which is the 9th or 10th. Yeah, something like that. Uh, this next I think, coming I week. think the February 10th is the official release, I want to say, okay. of it, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I think the 9th is the first day. You can go see, like, 7.30 p.m. Right, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, go see it. Uh, we highly recommend, and everyone is going to like it. Guaranteed. Or your money back on this podcast. I mean, we won't give you. Oh, no. All of the podcast? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll refund every cent <laughs> you paid for this podcast. But not for your internet. Because that's... No. Yeah. Let, let me be cu- Disclaimer. Let me c- be clear. Read the fine print. You need to interpret that as we will give you zero dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, and if you want to hear more thoughts on Lego Batman and other awesome movies, uh, you can go check out Late to the Party um, on their YouTube channel, and they have various social medias under that name as well. Uh, and they have lots of thoughts, too. And you actually get to see them in a video. Yeah. It's pretty great. This we, new technology we, called We try to not video. be on camera too much because it would be Because we're horrifyingly too ugly. Sex. Oh. <laughs> right. No, too sexy. Too, too sexy. Too sexy. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank yep. you, guys. Have a great day, and uh, we'll see you maybe next time. Hopefully. Bye.
Bye-bye.